This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1029, Why Food Reflections Spark the Best English Conversations. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, one student in our course shared a fascinating story about Korean food and how it intersects with a famous food in the U.S. called Spam. Listen today to find out why having new food experiences is the basis for great English conversation. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Jessica, what is happening? Hey, what's happening? Uh, I'm thinking about lunch. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. Lindsay, <laughs> have you had any, like, interesting food experiences lately? Like, gone out to eat or, like, cook something? Oh, yes, absolutely. Actually, when you were in town, we went to Union Square Donuts and we had natural donuts um, from Union Square that, you know, we had a Boston cream donut and that tasted different from your typical Dunkin' Donuts Boston cream because it wasn't packed with sugar. Um, But it was good. It was not like as super, super sweet as I thought it was going to be, but it was satisfying. Yeah. It was amazing. That was the most mind-blowing donut I've ever had. And we did an app video about that. So we did do guys, an app video. I hope you have the All Ears English app because that video is amazing. Even like it is amazing what food does. I mean, yeah. you just mentioning those that donut. Like I could taste it. Like I could feel how pleased Mm -hmm. and excited I was when I ate this because it was so good. I know. It's so true. And, you know, I think uh, this is the starting point of connection right here. We're going to do an episode, I think, with Michelle soon about the importance of having life experiences, right, to talk about when it comes to connection. Yeah, that's that's an episode I think is upcoming soon, guys. But this is one of them, right? It's trying different foods from different places so that when we see someone from wherever that came from, whether if we meet someone from Union Square, Somerville... (laughs) Um, for example, uh, then we can connect with them. We can say, hey, I had a donut the other day from your part of town and here's how it was and to connect on that. And just to add to this, on the IELTS side, guys, there is a video on our YouTube channel about 11 experiences that you need for the IELTS exam. But listeners, it's not just for the IELTS exam. It's exactly what Lindsay is talking about now about getting out there, experiencing the world so you have stuff to say, stuff to connect about. So check out that YouTube channel, guys, IELTS Energy TV. Oh, my gosh. Actually, I have to stop and just make a special note. I met someone this weekend that's on this topic of food. I met someone over the weekend who is apparently the second most prolific food contest competitor in the 
world. So what? <laughs> yeah. So so we, we were having a party on the docks and I noticed that this guy, I didn't know who he was and he was new and he was he was a friend of the woman who was having a birthday and I noticed he was just he was eating a lot. He kept on snacking on the food and no one else was eating. <laughs> And I, I started talking to him a little bit later. And throughout the night, we I came to realize he ended up being the center of the conversations most of the night. He is a he's a food competitor. He's one of those guys that participates in food Whoa. challenges all over the world, but especially around the U.S. because these are really common, right? Um, any given city would have a restaurant that have they have their own food challenge where you have yeah. to eat a certain amount of food in a certain amount of time and you get it for free or you get some kind of award. Right. This guy participates in those. And so we just we That's slammed insane. him with questions about how he does it and what he does and how what he you know, how does he prepare and apparently goes and runs Whoa. like a marathon after too. It's so crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, that is an extreme dude. Yeah. He is all about the extremes. Whoa. Yeah. Really man. interesting. That, yeah. Those must have been fascinating conversations. For oh. sure. So that's just another example of having had that conversation. Now I can cite that in new conversations, right? That's when it so comes cool. to mind. So it's it's like the more we engage in the world, the more Definitely. it's like a it's a positive cycle, right? It's a Definitely. virtuous cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Conversation begets conversation. You got that it. It could be a motto for something. <laughs> um <laughs> So why are we even talking about food right now, Lindsay? Well, this is a huge part of our Connected Communicator course. So any of our listeners, many of them are in the course right now where you guys get to go around the country with me by video lesson, right? We interview locals all over the country. And one of the places that I went was the Upper Peninsula, Michigan, where I learned about pasties. So yeah, and what is a pasty? I keep saying pasty. (laughs) That's not how you say it. Pasty. What yeah. so a pasty is like a dough pocket of food. Right? Yeah, it's like a dough pocket of meat and vegetables. Um, oh, and it's got like a nice hard crust on the outside. And it was originally used by the miners in the Upper Peninsula, Michigan, when they went into the mine throughout the day. They needed something that wasn't going to go bad, even over yeah. long stretches of time, like two weeks being in there, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I went to a, a shop that was famous for pasties and I interviewed the guy who was make famous for making them in his shop. And you guys get to see that interview if you're in the course. It's so great. So we, there's an, an awesome, awesome student in the course now, and he has been posting his reflections in our Facebook group. And he and I, I learned something new. <laughs> this is what, right? Great conversations. And yeah. again, like, this is this is information that I will share with other people, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. conversation yeah. begets conversation. Exactly. So these reflections, guys, like this is a huge value of the course where you internalize this information and learn about your own culture in order to share it with someone else, right? So the reflection question from that pasty lesson was, what food is popular in your area that was brought by immigrants. And Mm. to me, this is, this is really important to think about. And I know food is a light topic and we can all talk about food for sure. But this slant on it, was it brought by immigrants? Like who brought it? This connects us to other people. This has this, we learn something about the history of our country and then we can also connect with other cultures, right? And realize how they're an important part of where we are now. 
Yeah, I mean, this is the stuff of conversation, right? It's not the grammar. It's not even the vocabulary. It's having the topics. It's having this that is the missing piece, I feel like, for so many people who are focusing too heavily on the textbook, guys. So if that's you, you want to listen in today, this episode's for you. I love it. So cool. Exactly. Guys, if you're a listener of All Ears English, make sure you hit subscribe now on your podcast player so that you don't miss any of our episodes. If you want even more amazing features like fun video lessons from Boston, New York City, and Portland, and you use iOS, get the app at allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So, yeah, so his reflection... Oh, God, it's so great. Okay, So um, let me see. I want to find the right place to read it here. Okay. He says, I want to show this food. I'm totally going to mess up the name. It's called Boudé Jjigae. I'm sorry, Korean listeners. I know I didn't say that right. Um, It's a military stew. It started during the Korean War from 1950 to post-1954. Look at him use that phrase from the course. I love it. I love it, guys. We're just noting how this... Yeah, this listener actually grabbed one of the one of the other vocabulary phrases that was learned by that he learned in the course and put it right here in his reflection. So cool. So good. Okay. Um, so many people lost their home and family and couldn't eat. But the American army was um so the American army was stationed in Incheon Landing. Um, and so the American army stayed there around Seoul. And then when starving people came to the army post for food, they can get sausage and ham from the American army. And people mm. gathered the this food and put it into a boiling pot with kimchi and which is chili sauce, of course. I love kimchi. Um, and then this turned into like a staple. So it, it, I think it literally means military stew. Um, mm-hmm. And in the picture, it looks like it's like hot dogs and stuff. And so I posted, I was like, hmm, that's surprising. I didn't picture like hot dogs being a part of Korean food. And then he responded and he said, actually, it's spam. <laughs> so that is new to me. I didn't know spam had been exported to Korean food, but it's there. And this is fascinating to me, like showing this connection between the countries and reflecting the history like that. And I've never even had spam, but I know what it is. And it's yeah. that is just so interesting to me. Well, let's define spam for our listeners. This is yeah. something I know that my dad used to eat in his household growing up, actually, because they were really? they were relatively poor. I mean, they were like lower middle class in oh. Delaware, in Wilmington, Delaware, working class uh, family, really. And they did. They used to eat spam. Wow. <laughs> um, let's see. What is it exactly? So it contains what? Maybe hot dog. It's like a, it's it's in a can. And yeah. I know you pop open the can and it contains a, a lot of fat. Lots of fat, <laughs> lots of 
salt, lots of like preservatives, mm-hmm. guys. It's oh, not yeah. healthy at all. Yeah. As a lot of like super mm-hmm. cheap, cheap food mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a meat substitute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. um, but there is some meat in it. I would say it's mm-hmm. like smushy hot dog meat in a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, definitely not uh, anyway. something that, yeah, not all that appetizing, but something that, you know, back in the 50s, I think a lot of families would eat this for sure. Yeah. For Oh, wow. Totally. Yeah, not healthy. Sodium nitrate, all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but anyways. learn something new every day. So guys, I mean, this is really like, uh, I really want to encourage you guys to think about this question, do some research. One of the things I have loved about interacting with students in the Connected Communicator course is that they're learning things about their own country and culture that surprise them, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's encouraging you guys to do this research and again, like have stuff to share when you're talking to people from other places, right? Especially native speakers. I guarantee you that if this Korean student, if he is talking to native speakers in the future and shares this exact reflection, Mm -hmm. it will set off a very funny conversation, like a very enjoyable conversation about spam. Exactly. like native speakers' memories about that, you know? So guys, (laughs) like take this question to heart, do some research. What food is popular in your area that was brought by immigrants? And again, like, I know it's food and it's lighthearted and it's awesome, but I just, just as a side note, I think it's really important right now at this point in time to Mm -hmm. be having empathy and trying to find connections between immigrants in our countries. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. That should always be in our minds. And especially now, I agree with you completely, Jessica. That is a really good point. And guys, if you are in our course, you are able to do this right inside the exercises. You'll be able to watch the video interviews, specifically the one that I did with the guy from Michigan about pasties, but many, many more uh, all over. You'll meet a surfer from California. You will meet a someone at a gun show in Texas. You'll have a multitude of experiences. Yeah, very, very cool. And you'll have the vocabulary to go along with it at the same time. So guys, go on over to allearsenglish.com forward slash connection to learn more about that. But if not, then go ahead and carry out this activity to practice and get a topic on your mind. So good. So good. And you know what, guys, if you want to share your um, uh, the results of this research, right? What did you find when you researched this question? What are you thinking about now? Leave it in a review for this podcast or as a comment on the blog. Absolutely. 100%. So cool. Very good to learn about spam and pasties and all this good stuff. I feel like everyone in the States has a very strong feeling about spam. It's one of those foods that everyone has an opinion about. Totally. I know. It really depends. And it like generationally too, right? Like you said, it was more of a thing like in the 50s and 60s. Like there would be like whole cookbooks, right? Of different recipes (laughs) with spam because it was like cheap and people were fascinated with this preserved new food. Right. And like housewives are like, oh, yay, it's easier to cook now. I'm going to use it um, before people thought about nutrition as much. It's, I mean, just the history of spam is fascinating. Really fascinating. <laughs> so good. I love it. Interesting topic today, Jessica. Really fun. And we'll see you back on the show next week. Thanks for hanging out. All right. Sounds good. See All ya. right. Take Bye. care. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.